Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Everybody, happy Wednesday, episode 917, part two with Coach Montz. We're going to be very excited about that. But before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think we've decided on the All-Star Plus. That machine is kind of the upper upper top one um it's great now they can do a lot of the stuff without the app and you can actually they give you a little like an eight inch screen it's awesome touch screen i'm super excited it's gonna be like christmas when i get into my gym again and I'm able to to use that mention coach unplugged they give you 350 dollars off the rebel the all-star the ct they won't on the home but they'll get make sure you know that i sent the sent you and they'll get you they'll get you cut you a really good deal also go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better like I've said, like I, I think it was yesterday, the day before, prices are going up end of spring early. They're either going to be going to go up 20, 30% um, just because we're adding a lot of content. We're, we're, you know, we're trying to keep the community small so that when you email, when you call, when you, I am able to like, get on a call with you and help you in this great journey. So um, go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14 day free trial as we still last. And let's head off the podcast. It was, uh, you know, we went, it was kind of like an, not an overnight sensation because they had success prior year, but like going 24 and four and losing in the NESCAC championship on a, you know, and, and double overtime to Tufts was, was hard, but we put Colby on the map and I'm super proud to be a part of that team. Um, you know, there are some differences and um, they just want to go in a different direction. Um, right. I, I'm, I wish them nothing but the best. I'm super proud of, you know, the legacy I got to kind of leave there. I got to recruit in different states. I got to recruit New Jersey, got to recruit, you know, your son. Um, you know, I got to recruit, uh, down in the Richmond, you know, the DC area, which was, which was always fun. And, um, you know, I'm going to miss it, but at the same time, I'm super, you know, super thankful for what those connections have gotten me as well. Right. One door closes, week. another door opens. Uh, yeah. Their facility is going to be crazy. Like I'm, oh, I, I'm like, I try not to like, I try not to look at it just because it's like that fear of missing out. But at the same time, like it was such a huge thing to sell the kids and, oh. 
I think, you know, if you're, if you're just, you know, all the NESCAC schools are really, are really like state of the art, you know, but Colby is something that, you know, here's the funny part is Drew loved Colby and obviously Middlebury has one that's similar to Colby's. It's a little older, but it's similar. And then his, his next one he liked was Bates. I go, Bates is like our basement. He goes, man, but it feels like our gym, dad. It's like so condensed and close and. He loved Bates's gym. He loved. So we Bates. just we just got the top five ranking. It was the same. So we we traveled to Bates and Tufts. We ended up losing to Tufts, but we, we played at Bates, and it was like my roommate uh, while I was living up at Colby Emma Taylor. She rode at Bates, and she was telling me that the weekend that we were going was a huge party weekend, a huge big thing. Everyone was back. Place was rocking. You couldn't hear a thing. Like. John's was a such good a guy. Cool, I had John on my a, podcast. John's a great guy. I had him. It was such podcast. a cool environment to be a part of. Luckily, we got out of there with the wind, but it was like it was right down the street. We had people from Colby come and make the trip. And I say right down the street as being in like probably about an hour, two two hours, almost two hours. But um, you know, it was such a cool environment. And then we go to Tufts, and like we had a lot of kids from Massachusetts. So, and like their families and friends came, so it felt like a home game. Um, but yeah. Those, you know, the NESCAC schools are, are one of a kind. And I, you know, looking on the, like, outside looking in, I was always jealous because it's like, and you always played up to the NESCAC games because that was a huge win on your schedule if you were able to beat them. Right. Um, you had, you know, you played your best because you knew that four, four, three or four teams are going to make the tournament every year. Um, so then when I was in the NESCAC, I realized that, like, we were getting everybody's best. So it was weird looking inside, looking out, like, all oh, these teams that were, you know, this is their Super Bowl. So, like, right. being a part of that, being a part of both crowds was really was And the really funny something. part is I see the NASDAQs, and then I see our, our in Wisconsin, we probably have one of the best Division three leagues mm-hmm. in the whole country with the – Oh, you know, we talk about so- facilities. Listen, I, I, I applied to – I forgot which Wisconsin school. No, no shot of getting it. But I was just, like, right. looking at them, I'm like, I'm like – Thinking of myself as a recruiter, as a guy who loves recruiting, I'm like, I could sell this school to anybody. Oh, yeah. The problem is we don't have any D2s in our state, so they don't leave. So it's like, and, you know, look at look at Bo Ryan was at Platteville and won a bunch of national titles. And and Dick Bennett was at Stevens Point, And, you know, all these D1 guys started in the WEAC, which is like crazy. Well, I good. saw that, like, my buddy, uh, Shane Loffler, who was the assistant at Swarthmore, um, they lost the national chapter to Oshkosh. And I was, like, watching the game. And like the center for Oshkosh was like a division one track recruit for Wisconsin. And I'm like, how did he like, right. I'm telling did, you, man, it's crazy. How did that happen? It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so what do you, what, when you, when you went out, so this, I've asked a bunch of coaches this, when you go to those like jamborees, how do like, it's different doing like the, the Ivy ones. Cause it, it's a smaller group from, especially the Dartmouth one was definitely smaller, but how do you differentiate hot, when you super have hot in that gym? Oh, it's <laughs> a Dartmouth grad, man. That place is like, a oh my God. And, and my, and my guy, my guy, um, tore his Achilles. So he's not, he's not, pl- he, he's going to Loyola next year for his fifth year. Um, okay. but you know, he loved Dartmouth. It was great. Um, anyway, but how do you, how do you differentiate? Like I can pick out the best players in the gym. That's what I always do. Like I saw coach, I saw, I saw coach. I saw a, bunch, a couple NASDAQ guys at one, a suburban Chicago one, but there's literally like 600 kids there. How do you pick out, you know, cause you're going, you're not going after number one. Cause number one's going to like the Paul, like you got to get number like 37. I mean, how do you do that? That's going to be so hard to differentiate. So 
So we always, you know, for at least for me, I always go with the connections. I go with whatever type of connection I have or I feel like I can have with the coach, with the program. Like if there's a team from New York and I see a kid's from Staten Island, I'm immediately going to go after the coach or go after him. Right. Like I look for a lot of schools look for, you know, what's in the area. Being at Colby, yeah. we recruit nationwide. So like we had a we had to look for, you know, the problem the, with Colby is you're dealing with the here's your pot, here's your piece of pie. You're dealing mm-hmm. literally with can you get in? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's it's one of those things you get to be selective, but um like we had a kid, uh, Dean Weiner, who uh, is from New Jersey. So I looked at the New Jersey Panthers, who was a, a team on the Hoop Group League. And one of my good friends who I worked camps with, um, Anwar King, was coaching with the New Jersey Panthers. And they were playing. They were playing like, you know, all, they were playing on the nice courts, you know, big spotlight. And I was like, okay, they have a kid going, you know, getting looked at, now plays at Wake Forest. I was looking at the bench. I'm like, all right, who do you think, like, you know, could be me. And I texted him. I'm like, who should I look at? It's like, look at this kid, Lucas Green, you know, a couple kids, Lucas Green being the kid who's actually at Colby this year. It's like, okay. So I made that connection. I was able to talk to him. You know, he went to the camps. So I was able to kind of build that relationship with him. Um, so I really just based it off of like my connections with people. Obviously you right. got to go after, obviously you have to go after the kids with the highest grades, you know, cause at in the NESCAD you can compete, but you go with like the connections. Like when I was at Keene State, I went with connections of, you know, who I knew in New England. If I knew somebody who played there or played for that program or played for that AAU coach, hey, I know this person. That's how we get the conversation going. So it lets them know that, like, you know, we're not just there as, like, salesmen and we're just only wanting one thing. It's like, you know, I, I feel like I have good relationships with the AAU coaches that I have. And um, obviously my, this year being out of college coaching, you don't talk to them as much. And now being an AAU coach, I'm kind of like, I don't want that. You know, they're not going to tell me their secrets because, like, you know, right. We might be competing for the same. And kids, so where are you coaching this year? So I'm not coaching on any programs right now, but okay. I am an assistant coach um, and uh, player, like assistant player development for any six. They're out of the Under Armour circuit, New England six. Um, had a lot of success last year uh, or two years ago on the circuit. Um, the What used to be CBC, Connecticut Basketball Club, uh, guys like Andre Drummond and Chris Dunn played for them. Yep. Um, I played against them. That was easily the most terrifying duo that I had to play in AAU by far. Right. Um, but they rebranded um, uh, under Chris Sparks. Um, he used to be the coach of Wilbraham Munson. Um, and, you know, I've, I kind of jumped on board. I was just kind of helping out, trying to take advantage of the fact that they have New England kids. We can recruit, you know, be that connection. Right. But I've taken more of a role. I'm, I'm the director of social media. Um, but I'm going to be helping out the 15s and 17s this year. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily like, I understand that there's not places hiring and, you know, to be well, honest the with problem us, is, I mean, I have to hire for my job, for my program, I got to hire a freshman coach and a JV coach and I can't hire, like I'm on a hire freeze. Everybody's on a hire freeze. Like so you can't hire anybody. It's like crazy. Getting, getting back into college athletics is, is, is a challenge, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting on myself. Um, like how we talked about earlier, but I, I'm betting on myself and I'm, I'm trusting, you know, people that I have in my corner um, to help right. me and, and, you know, the knowledge that I know and connect with people. And, um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just focused on AAU. Um, we're, we're hoping that we, we didn't have one. We didn't, we're like one of the only felt like we we're only teams in new England that didn't play, you know, with all these rules and restrictions just because we wanted to be safe. Right. Um, 
I think no I think everything I, from the stats teacher and me. I think by spring summer you'll be okay. It, 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 yeah, it, and I it, mean it, it'll be. You might have to wear a mask in, and everyone it, there'll be some restrictions, but the kids are going to be able to play by then. I think we're expect we're expecting to travel and to play. And um, I mean, two years ago we were top five in the country on this on the D one circuit board. I mean, we had a, you know all of our players went off to play college basketball. Um, you know, all of them got scholarships as well. And, you know, it was, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's different. It's really different, especially. I think it's going to give you a better perspective when you get back to the college game. I really do. I do. And, you know, it's, it's a way for me to, you know, and I tell, I tell this to the kids. I, you know, when I train them and I, and I get in the gym, I'm like, listen, you guys are my program. I'm treating you like we were, we were watching film. um, And I took a lot of bases. I took a lot of film and clips from my days at Colby and I showed it to him like, this is what we did. This is what I'm trying to do. And I treated it like my program. I'm making recruiting calls. I'm organizing files. I'm organizing uniforms. And obviously it's a lot smaller spectrum, but you know, I, whatever chance I get to, to be around hoops, I'll take. Right. You know, it, well, and I, at some point you want to be ahead. Let's say you want to be a, let's say you wanted to be a head coach at division three. It's better to be the assistant for, cause you want to know how the sausage is made. Like, mm-hmm. so this this with working in AU too, it's like all, all of a sudden now you're recruiting in that world. Well, you know how that world kind of. I mean, until you actually do it, you know it better. I agree. And um, I think you know, I think like having that that you know, not to cut you off, not to, like having that like being fr- coming from college, I'm able to kind of tell kids this is what they're thinking. This is how you kind of should respond. Right. Like I had a, you know, we we had a we played one tournament in Delaware, and one of our kids was talking to Fairfield, he didn't really know what to say. I'm like, this is what you, you know, I didn't necessarily talk for him, but I'm like, speak, you know, be honest, but like be direct, be, you know, make sure that you're, you know, using full sentences. You're not abbreviating things. You know, you're professional about it. You're you right. showing that you're interested, you know, be honest with them. So I feel like it allows me to kind of give them an insight of this is what college coaches are thinking. This is what we're doing. Um, you know, and it's just, it's just a way to connect with kids. And also you know, street it's cred, you have street cred, like, <laughs> <laughs> I get called I get called my son by all of the kids and it's funny because it's just like it's just so much more relaxed they call me by my first name they don't call me coach Mons or coach it's, it's just Jordan and it's like I can't really you know it's I don't spend that much time with them but I'm always you know I'm always checking in and it's 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 just nice to kind of like plus I'm I'm you know I'm fairly young age I'm relatively like we I I have to like make myself not sound so old because like I don't necessarily listen to the same music as they do Right, but I have to do not, that. Yeah. I have to do like that when I'm in the me. car with them. Yeah, <laughs> like you, when you start getting your TikTok, then we'll talk. Um, Listen, I, 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 that's the one thing I haven't done. I give you a lot of credit for being on, and I can't do it. I just do it. I literally got on it when the pandemic started because I wanted to make them laugh. I knew they'd laugh at me. They're not <laughs> laughing with me. They're laughing at me. Which is fine. I just was trying to, you know, make light of a horrible situation. Um, is there a coaching moment that you think you learned a lot from? Like something, a failure, a success, something. Um, so I have two. I have two stories. One's a funny one. One's you know, obviously to to really more answer your question. Um, I guess I'll go with the the serious one first. Um, for me, it's um, learning that there's it's more than just basketball. Um, you know, it you know it's more than just basketball, especially in the college room when you're spent you're you're investing your time, you're investing your program into these kids and realizing that, you know, they're not just 
athletes, you know, they're student athletes there, they have personal stuff going on. Um, you know, one of my, you know, my players got into a tussle on a, on a Saturday night and, um, you know, and, you know, there are situations where like I had to, you know, I had to go and be there for them. It was super late. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I wanted to make sure they're all right. The police were called. I was, you know, their chef, I was their parent making sure that I was there for them. Um, but there's also a situation where, you know, I had, um, Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm going to do a big shout out to our two other podcasts, high school hoops and teacher side gig. Um, I do talk about them often, but I don't give them a spotlight. They are great. High school hoops talks weekly. We talk about kind of what you're going through. Like we've been doing a lot of, um, COVID right now. Cause that's where we are and, and what happened with that, how we're reacting to it. And teacher side gig is teachers kind of looking at themselves and how they can make a little extra money on the side. And uh, yeah, it's just me giving back to a little bit to, to all the teachers out there that I know have to do that. So um, also subscribe and like this podcast and go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's head back to the podcast. A player who's actually the first kid I ever recruited, his name is Jalen Best Payton. Jalen Best Payton um, out of Waldorf, Maryland. He has a heart condition. So I was able to relate to him a lot because I had my mom who has a heart condition. He had to be rushed to the hospital. Okay. And he also played lacrosse at Bethany. And there's they were in a game, so they couldn't go. So I got a call. Hey, Jalen's at the hospital. So I went and I was there for him. And I realized it was, you know, it's just like it's a lesson learned that it's just more, it's more than just basketball. It's you you're spending so much time with them, you know, that you're, you know, you they're they're going through, you know, they're going through what you're going through. And that was the biggest lesson I learned is that like, you know, they're, they're going through similar things that you probably went through. And I always ask myself like, or tell myself, I want to be able to be that person that I wanted to be there for. I wanted a coach to be there for me. So that's something that like, you know, is the lesson I learned. And then the funny lesson I learned is um, always make sure you have your GPS on. Um, uh, <laughs> we were playing at uh school called Westminster and apparently there's more than West one Westminster school. There's one in Pennsylvania and there's like one in Utah. And I think, I don't know where the other one is. So we call, I call the pizza place. I said, Hey, the game ends at five. Can you be there for five 30? I said, okay. So they call the game ends. We end up losing. It's not a good feeling. I call the pizza place. I'm like, Hey, are you guys on your way? They're like, Oh no, we still have three hours left. I said, wait, what? <laughs> and Apparently I called the place and they're like, yeah, this is the Westminster in Utah. And I'm like, oh boy, like it is a lesson learned as far as making sure you know where you are, making sure you have everything checked out before you kind of pull the trigger on you something. You, before you do that, uh, uh, that's funny. I, I think that was, I want to dive into that for a second too, is um, what you were saying before is from an old dog, it's so much more than X's and O's. Um, and X's and O's are important, but if you're going to get them to go to battle for you, they gotta, they gotta love you. So that when you're hard on them, they know you still love them. Uh, it's like parenting one one you know, when you yell at them, they, they know that they can, they still have a bed and they're still going to get fed and you're just <laughs> being hard on them at that point. Um, all right. Uh, do you, um, what's the biggest change you've seen since you play? You seen any changes in the last five, four or five years? Um, the use of social media, in my opinion, the <laughs> use of the use of cameramen, the use of film. Um, everyone has a highlight tape. I feel like now when I was younger, when I was playing, you had to be really elite 
like right. scholarship bound to get a highlight tape. Unless you, unless you had somebody that could make it on your own, but everyone has film. And that's something I've learned. It's like, you know, just, if I want to find some clips, it's check Twitter, check Instagram, um, right. whether or not they actually have like real film. Um, you know, and it's not like they're standing on the free throw line and they're doing layup lines. And that's, that. here's the problem I have with film. And this is what I would do as a recruiter. It's like, I can literally make you look like Michael Jordan. If I clip the film the right way, like seriously, it's like, I want to see game film. Like I want to see you running up and down the court and playing. I, you know, I, I get it. It's probably a sifting film is a sifting part. I get that part of it. Um, but come on, like, I don't know. There's they're um, everywhere. Like some of these kids, it's like, I see their clip and then I scout them. And it's like, we don't even have to guard that kid. What do you <laughs> like? Seriously. <laughs> we know that we know that they're going to make their free throws. If anything. Um, yes. I, we have a, there's a guy, his name's uh, Dan Reyes. They call him Dan from the field. And um, he, he's one of the best in the area. And almost every kid on the high school program has a film from him. And now being an AAU and trying to send out film to college coaches, that's all some of my kids have is highlight tapes from Dan. And I said, Dan, I know you can make anybody look good, but like, we got to kind of break it down a little bit. And I tell the kids, I'm like, I can't just have a Dan from the field, like you looking great. I can't just send that to a college coach. I need like actual film, you know? And, you know, but I tell you what, if I was a player, I'd take advantage, but I know that like, I didn't have film growing, you know, right. And the thing is, and and, and I could tell you from stuff we sent with Drew and stuff, it's like they, every good, every coach would basically say, send me a couple games. Like Mm -hmm. I can watch that. And then it's like, all right, let me see him run up and down the court and defending. Like, yeah. Dan is like, Dan's one, like I said, shout out to Dan from the field. He's one of the best in the area. So it's a good, like little appetizer. Yeah. You go into more, but if you don't have anything else to kind of send for film, you know, and I've had, I've watched, I've watched tapes where it's like kids are on their phone and the, it, the camera just moves sideways at one point. And I'm like, you know, like what, what is going on? So. I love that. I love that. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We'll end with what we, we refer to as rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. Some of the questions are very quick. Some of them, as I call it, rapid fire, but some of them are take a little bit longer. Um, what's your favorite type of basketball that you play with? Your favorite brand of basketball? Definitely Wilson. Wilson okay. Compact. What the college? What the college? Uh, college game uses. Okay. One idea. One word to describe your ideal player. One word. Yeah. Uh, is it? It can have a hyphen. It can Big have guard. a hyphen. I'll give you a hyphen. I'll give you more than one Big. word if you want, but. Big guard. That's that's my favorite word to use as far as somebody. Um, you go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be? Super Bowl. Uh, favorite pregame meal? Uh, as a player, chicken parm. Chicken parmesan grinder. Okay. Uh, what does your game day look like? As a player or, or as a coach? coach? Either one. Um. As do, a do player, player do player because I don't. I you're you're on the younger side of coaches I interview. Do player because most coaches will walk through their day and they're very similar. So player, uh, what was your game as day a like? Player, as a player, it's player. It's make sure I get breakfast. Um, try and go over the scouting report a little bit. Um, brush up on what I need. I guess what I need to know if I have a, a certain man I'm guarding. Um, make sure I'm chugging as much water as possible throughout the day. Um, Go to shoot around, 
go back, take a shower. Um, I don't know how other players are, but I like to, you know, at least like feel like, you know, feel good before I go and play, right. um, get to the training room probably about two hours before, uh, get some shots up on my own. If I can, uh, stretch out, you know, go back, do dynamic with the team, go over the game plan and, you know, play the game. Okay. Uh, one thing you do to relax. Nap power naps. Coach K does that. You know that power naps. I'm, I feel like I'm the king at between 15 no, and 30 No, I'm the king of power naps. naps. Trust me. <laughs> I won't go to bed till two o'clock because I had a power nap about two hours. I'm telling you, it breaks your day up. I get up, I get up relatively early and then late mid, mid to late afternoon, take power nap. Boom. It breaks your day up. And it's like two days. I get two days. Uh, as a coach, my pregame thing is we go to shoot around and they'd be like, they'd all want to talk. I'd rush home. I need a shower and nap. <laughs> yep. Coach K does that because he says he's the sharpest in the morning. Like think about when you wake up in the morning, you're the sharpest after you wake up. He always coach K. So you're like coach K always takes a note. Um, one coaching technique that you consider is important. One coaching technique. I think being relatable. I think relating to relating to your audience. If you have a group of younger guys, it's relating to the favorite players. Like when you're training kids, you know, if you're doing a move, you use people that use that move. Like I work on a lot of ball screen stuff. Kyrie Irving's great at ball screen stuff. So that's why I refer to it's relating to your audience. I guess I don't know if that's considered no, a that, technique that's, or a, not. that's perfect. Describe your perfect player in five words. Perfect player in five words. Versatile, shooter, uh, lockdown defender, if I can use that as one. Dog, passionate. Okay. You got to passion. You got to have passion. You got to have passion. You got to love the thing. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person? I've seen in person. Um, I got to watch LeBron score 38 on the Celtics in game three of the 2010 playoffs. Okay. I'll give you LeBron. That's a piece pretty good. Uh, best, best best basketball player of all time? I mean, I'm, my name's Jordan. I'm named after the GO. It's Michael Jordan. Got to. <laughs> He's winning. He's winning. It's so hard to compare across, like, you know, Bill Russell. How do you? I, like, it's so hard generationally to compare. Like, I'm I think Giannis I'm not could older. Be. I know. I'm upset. I'm not older to kind of really experience. I was young, you know, '94 baby, where it's like oh, I, I was born when he wasn't in the league, and then I wasn't old enough to when he, he went for that final three point. Thank, thank God for the last dance, because. You know, know, but yeah, he was so good. He was like, it was just, he, yeah, he just wasn't. Yeah. Um, most used basketball resource. Twitter. Okay. Teach one skill, uh, teach one skill. If you could only teach one skill, what would that skill be? Shooting off screens. I like that. Shot clock. Yes or no. Absolutely. Okay. I can't tell you how many games I've gone to where there is no shot clock and it is the worst thing ever. I get home pretty quickly, but it's the worst thing ever. Okay. Uh, uh, if you could change one thing, what would you change? This pandemic to be over. Thank you. Yes. Uh, best game you've seen in person? Best game I've seen in person? Triple overtime game between Colby and Bates in the NESCAC, the 2019 NESCAC quarterfinals. That was a crazy game. I watched that on Synergy. It was crazy. <laughs> and I wasn't even I wasn't even playing. I know. I coached in a triple overtime. We won a state championship in triple overtime. Like the, the state the last game of the season in triple overtime. 
I wasn't pl- I didn't play in it. It felt like I played in it. It was like it felt like I yeah. Um, At some do- point, you kind of just stop coaching. You're just like you're just gonna have to find a way to win. So. Let's go. Well, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a whole. I'll I'll send you a clip of that one. That's a crazy. Um, do you have a favorite quote or saying? Repetition is the key to learning. Ed Watkins. Okay. One word to describe your coaching style. Relatable. Best basketball coach of all time. Phil Jackson. You that is the first Phil Jackson vote that I've gotten, which is crazy to me. Um, I mean, like I I was gonna say, you know, to be honest, I was gonna I'm a North Carolina fan, you know, like I said, named Jordan after the GOAT, went to UNC, so you naturally just become a North Carolina fan. I love Coach K, but we're gonna talk rings. You gotta go Phil. I so. I, I I mean there's so many good ones, like I mean, yeah, anyway. Um, so that's good. I, I'm glad he, he got a vote. Uh, best team of all time? The 2014-2015 Regis College men's basketball team. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I love that. Uh, jump ball, keep it or get rid of it? Keep it. Okay. One book I wish recommend. I wish the college would go to how the NBA is. My only issue with this, I'm going to go on my soapbox for 30 seconds, is it's so stupid to have it in a high school when they do it once a game. Like, you throw it up at the beginning of the game and then it's alternating. Just give the visiting team the damn ball. Because the the guy was an accountant two hours ago and now he's coming and throwing the ball up. The tosses are horrible. That's the only reason I bring it up. I agree. If you're going to have it, have it. Like the NBA, let's go. Throw it up. Let's go. Um one book you'd recommend? Um, I just finished reading Undertaker's Son by Philip uh, D- by Digger Phelps, the okay. old Notre Dame coach. Um, life Lessons from a Coach. Uh, very good book. Talks about his life. Um, has some some key gems in there that I've taken with me and that I talk about. You know, when I talk about with my buddies. Um, but yeah, Undertaker's Son by uh, Digger Phelps. Okay. All right, last question I always ask. One bit of advice you'd give someone? Bet on yourself. I think that's I, – I, I was going to say you already kind of said it, but yes, bet on yourself. Uh, I think that's bet awesome. On, bet on yourself. Stay true to yourself. You know, you control – you know, you have the power to control your own destiny, who you connect with, who you talk to, how much you talk to them, how much you want to know, how much you're willing to know, um, you know, and, and – always stay true to yourself. Make sure that, you know, you're, you're following what you believe in, you know, because at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, you, you're by yourself. So bet on yourself is what I'd have to advice I'd give. Thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Coach. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hey everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great, Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.